0: is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the Big Leagues, now here's your host, former Major
1: League infielder Jeff Schaefer. Well, hello, everybody. This is number 66 of the Schaefer Baseball Report. I'm in the house today with the, with the usual suspects, John, formerly Chief 2 now Easy Cheese Ennis, and Andrew, one tool, and he, now that he has, I don't know, Pete Sinopoli says that we gave you a glove tool, so you have two tools. You have more than that.
0: No, I got two right now. I'm Congratulations,
1: like, by the way, you're a homeowner. Oh yeah, finally. Yeah, I got your first your <laughs> long, first home. Now long you time got, coming. Right. Yep. You excited?
0: Oh yeah, a lot of work to do, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Is it gonna be like a bachelor pad? Like you're gonna be running them through there left and right? Or <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> you got it all lined up? No comment. No, you didn't put I'm, like post on social media. Like, got my own, I got my own pad.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> eh? not yet. No, yeah, I'll, ha- I'll have a, I'll have a man cave in there though.
1: You got, you will, because you got yeah. a spare bedroom, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, I have so. a man cave, so. Well, that's
0: good dude. Cardinal doubt and viking doubt so all right viking i didn't know
1: you were a viking fan yeah i just thought you got that at the goodwill that jersey (laughs) is no
0: no no, i'm a viking fan really good for you well
1: we got a good show today and uh we look forward to it and we will be back right after these messages
0: this segment of today's podcast is brought to you by ea sports fields ea sports fields provides professional athletic field construction design renovation and maintenance for all levels of play Former professional groundskeeper for over 20 years, they provide a unique perspective regarding your playing surface. You've heard of the five tools of baseball? EA Sports Fields excels in the five tools of providing an exceptional playing surface for players, owners, groundskeepers, fans, and your community. To learn more about EA Sports Fields, find them on Facebook at EA Sports Fields Incorporated or visit www.easportsfields.com.
1: All right, let's do it. Um, coming off another weekend, we went down to the shipyard and uh, played in a PBR tournament, which was well run. Give him credit for that. Well run, um, and the, that facility, you guys, you, you have seen. You haven't, I
0: haven't been there, but I've seen it. You've been nice. you not been there yet, John? Yeah, just pictures.
1: It's cool, man. It really is cool. The whole, you know, the the setting is awesome because it sits right on the uh, the channel. There, boats going by all the time. People on jet skis. You know, my I parked my yacht. Right over across the way, my big yacht. I think it was Like seven seven million? Hundred and twenty million? Oh, foot yacht. Yeah, it was no somewhere around seven, seven two, seven something like that.
2: The helicoptered yeah. onto it. Yeah.
1: And then I had my little dinghy that bring me back and forth to the park. <laughs> so, um that was uh that was awesome. The the they they didn't they didn't miss a beat anywhere in that facility. I mean, everything is top notch, first class, from the fencing going down the the uh, the foul lines to the netting that's going up to protect the, uh, the fans. Uh, the batting cages were great. The, uh, they had a beautiful park with a misting on it for the kids. Um, and, the you know, in, in the center, usually in the center of the, you know, you got your, your tower. Like, we, you yeah, know, what the, was your setup? The, the tower cast. It looks like a, a tugboat. They, they designed it like a tugboat. They call it the wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very cool. And, you know, PBR did a good job, man. They had, you know, they had a lot of people there. Scoreboards were running um, you know, they were tweeting out on the kids all the time. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Definitely, uh, we definitely do something like that again. And you know, it's when you, when you, and the competition was good. You yeah. know, I mean, the competition was good. We had Tri-State Arsenal down there. We had SBA down there. We had us down there. We had um, the, the Myers Park Group, the Stampede. They they competed. They won the uh, the older division. Um, you know, we had a good game against them. We ended up beating them. Um, but they, you know, they had already clinched a place in the uh, in the finals, and they ended up winning that. Panthers were down there, played a good game against them. We lost that game, but uh, it was a good game, tie and run. And then we went in with our twenty twenty twos. What are you smirking at?
2: <laughs> you're you're listing all teams that are out of Charlotte. We I know, I know. <laughs> and that's
1: and that we'll get to that point too because that's part of our you know our facility. And I just got off the phone on the way in here with Michelangelo, talking about what we're going to do and the dates that we laid out and. You know, creating something uh, some up, at of, up at Tuckasegee, up at Tuckasegee, Dream Dream Park, Dream Fields. Something you know, but creating that. creating an alliance. You know, it's listen. We, you just made a great point. So we go down there, and we play everybody that's right here in Charlotte, or we can play in Charlotte. And our family spent all this money. Now, Charleston's a great place. And the re- also the restaurant that they have right there. Yeah, the, the experience, is, the experience is great. It's but, nice that the families go away and hang out and do that one time. But, I mean, we do that all summer long and we do it all fall long. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Where are the better teams coming out of? The Charlotte area. The so cities, why yeah. aren't we not just, you know, knocking heads here in oh, it's Charlotte? Like
2: teams out of Atlanta. They don't, they don't really need to leave the Atlanta, the greater no. Atlanta area. Teams in Charlotte, you can find good competition here. Teams right. in Raleigh, you can find good competition there. It's yeah. fun to go mix it up. It's just, you know when you put price tags on things and you look at, the, at all the, the extra costs that go along with it, you're like, well, that cost us, you know, as a family, it cost us another $1,200 to go down there yeah. and play four teams that we could have played right here for about right. 150 bucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could. And, you know, the hotels and the food and everything else. Again, you know, it, when you're a fam- when it. you're a family of somewhat privilege... It doesn't affect you as much as you think because you 'cause you're gonna go away and it's kind of a vacation. And you know, we played, God, we played early, two games, two days in a row. And second day was eight o'clock in the morning, so everybody was done and you know back at their hotels by 11:30, and they were off to the beach the whole day. And then we didn't play till the, you know, till the next day. So we played Friday night, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. So we had basically about. About twenty hours of, of downtime.
2: That's the, definitely better to go to a place like Charleston. And have, sure, and have than than be like
1: than Pembroke then... somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, no, no doubt about that. But our twenty twenty twos did did really well. I was impressed. Ryan uh, Sam says uh, a twenty twenty three came up, threw a one hit, one run shutout. Um, we scored one run in the first inning and and shut down the uh, Shut we down PBR nothing. team. We won one nothing. Um, he went seven innings. A CG and. Uh, you know, it's fun to see a kid like that. You know, do you remember getting called up your first time? No. I mean, even of in, course. even, even, no, I'm just <laughs> saying out of A-ball or anything yeah. like that. Not not necessarily to the big leagues. Yeah. But, you know, there's always some anxiety to it.
2: It's nervous, yeah. You know, it's you're trying to fit energy. into the
1: clubhouse. You, you know, you're hoping, you know, that, you know, you're being called up to stay, not to fill in. Because I've, I've had that too. Like, you go up on like a... You know, you're here for ten days, and when somebody gets healthy, you know, and then you're sitting there praying that somebody else gets hurt, so you don't go anywhere. Yeah. And that's the truth, man. I, I I was straight up about that stuff. Listen, I'm here. You know, I'm I want, here. I, I, want, to I, stay I here. want to stay. So listen, you know, my prayers at night may you know ask you to pull a muscle or something like that. I don't want you to get like break a bone or end your career, but you know. You can get hampered for a little while.
2: Well, the pit, I was on the pitching side too, so I mean, there's a lot more flexibility on that side. Just having either eleven or twelve mm-hmm. pitchers on a staff, so I didn't have to worry about that as much. Being you know eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I, there was there weren't very many times where I was in that position on a on a staff. But uh, yeah, there were some kids that come up, and you know, the funny thing is when you do get in those situations. Man, you know, you go into the game, and, and the game is exactly the same. Sure, but there's so many things that are outside of it. You know, in your peripheral, like, you yeah. know, do I know the signs? Do I know this? Do I know that? Right. And you got to sit there and try to sort through all these different things. And it's like, you know, it doesn't matter. I just gotta go pitch. I Just gotta go when play. I, I just gotta go ahead. I got whatever it is.
1: I got. I went up to the. Uh, I got called up to the big leagues with Seattle, and I um, had been in the big leagues for a brief time with the White Sox, and then came up again with Seattle. Not not enough in the White Sox. I mean, still had anxiety. You know, I say anxiety, just you know, just big league nervousness. Um, cuz I wasn't playing every day and every time you got in the game you wanted like I got to do something to stay I got to do something to stay um but uh you know I, I I I went up with Seattle and then got sent back down within days myself and Dave Berber. I don't know if you ever remember that name Berber, but good reliever Yeah the nice part about getting called up to the big leagues is getting sent down as you fly first class which means you know you, you know you, you're you're indulging the whole way on <laughs> both ends. So we're sitting there with Bert, I'm sitting there with Bert and we're talking. I'm like, man, I'm so pissed at myself because, you know, I felt a little bit, you know, nervous when I was there because I wanted, to, you know, I knew I was going to stay in that scenario. I knew I had a chance to come back and stay, but. That, you know, all the guys that that were playing against in the big leagues, the guys that I played in the minor leagues, Mm -hmm. you know, I competed against them and succeeded against them and did well. And, and all of a sudden, just because we're in a big league uniform in a big league park and, and, you know, there's, there's 40,000 instead of, you know, 3000,
2: you know, you kind of, uh, you sit there and try to play above your, above your your abilities and and instead of, you know, just sitting back there and doing what got you there in the first place, you sit there and you try to do a little more, a little more. And then all of a sudden you're out of your comfort zone You're out of it, and things spiral and things speed up and. Yeah. And, uh, and, I mean, I can. I, same thing happened with me with, uh, Detroit when I got a little bit of an extended, mm-hmm. uh, time up there. All of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, I need to throw a little harder and I need to do these kind of things. And it's like, man, I wish I was, I wish I could have taken the same mindset I had when I was 27, 28. Sure. To when I was 23, 24, when I got called up for the first times Cause it was, I, you know, it's, I, I, I had a, a conversation with Greg Maddox the first time I got called up in the next spring training, and he was like, "Man, you look so nervous out there. Like everything looks sped up, and you yeah. look like you were you were jacked up and everything." And I was like, At "The end of my career, I tried to be like the lowest heart rate guy you could possibly be." Yeah. Like, and come you've maintained to, that. Come out and take my pulls me on off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, you get that experience. Um, we see that I, it's it's one of those pieces of advice. You, you know, you could give it out a million times, but. You know, when we have kids that come to our tryouts or when we go to showcase events and things like that, I mean, I can't emphasize enough to those kids like, do your thing. You know, right. don't don't sit back here and try to back leg balls. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're 120 pound right. you know middle infielder. Like, yeah. stay in. You know, do your thing. Do what got you. That, that got you to the point where even we're taking a look at you, or, or or schools are interested. Don't sit here and try to you know match this donkey over here or, or vice versa. You know, do what got you here. Go, go play the game like you're playing against your friends
1: in the street, like at Sandlot. If you, can, if, you can main, if you can do that, and again, you got to the big leagues early the first time. I mean, pretty well. You, what, are you, 23? Two. 22. 22. I was 28 getting ready to turn 29 when I got there. And I had been the big league camp all along the way. And, you know, I mean, I, I always felt like I had good enough numbers of AAA to get the shot to go up, but I never it never opened up for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a matter of not producing. It was a matter of, you know, you had to be in the right place at the right time for things to open up and go. And um, you know, even at twenty-eight, twenty-nine, in in playing as many years as I did in AAA is like, you know, it's it's tough. It it it's tough. So, well, what, you, wait,
2: what, one of the things I will say is, in in, in AAA, you see really good baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, you I, I, you know, I don't know what the actual numbers are. I mean, this is just me riffing a little bit, but I would say probably a third to half of the players that you play in the big leagues you could put right into a AAA game, and you could go back and forth. But it's that other half that you sit there and you're like mesmerized by. You know, your Chipper right. Jones and your, sure. you know, Griffey Juniors and stuff like that. Like, you don't run into those guys in AAA, no. you know, and all of a sudden, you know, they're, so, but that's not the whole game. You know, that's just one player out there on the field. Most sure. of the guys are just like, just like me. You know? Well, at 20,
1: at 20, almost 28, 29 years old, a lot of the guys that were superstars were younger than I was. So it wasn't necessarily in one of those guys. It was more like the Consecos and you know that had been up there. And I played against Jose in Double A and all that. But you know he turned into Jose Conseco and Mark McGuire and um, you know pretty interesting stuff. But you know it's, it's, I tell I tell the kids also it's well you know example we're watching the game last night watching the um, the wild card game and you know I, these guys come on the mound and I, and I watch that first pitch right and if it's way out of the zone. Here we go. Here we go. You know, something is not, you know, there's adrenaline going. There's, you know, there's playoff excitement going. The other thing that you think is. I mean,
2: I'll tell you what, coming in as a reliever. Yeah. Especially like runners on or, you know, in, in, in an inning. There's nothing worse than sitting there being like, Oh, they want me to throw a fastball here? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this could be ugly. It's like, ah, could, it's like I, was, I don't know if I'm locked in yet. I was like, maybe we just spin a breaking ball yeah. and you know, kind of nibble <laughs> at a corner with a little breaking ball, so a little spinner. It's like, man, if this guy's keyed up and first pitch come in and this thing's going 450 feet. <laughs> yeah,
1: crazy. I felt I feel horrible for the right field. I mean, the Soto guy is, that kid is, that kid's special. I mean, that's Griffey Jr. coming back. I'm telling you, that guy is something different. Um, he, you know he's betting fourth, he's 20 years old, he's betting fourth in, in, a, in a playoff team's lineup. Uh, you know that has some pretty good hitters in it and um, plays a great outfield got a cannon does it all. but that ball that he hit last night, I would I, I'm curious to see I'm not you know exit speed and stuff like that but that was an exit speed line drive that had to be 115 to 120 because when it got on the ground, it was hot.
2: Well it was coming in at ninety eight too. Yeah, it was yeah. coming in
1: at ninety eight. But it was hot. And that you know, we were talking John and I were talking to Andrew in the lobby, you know, before we sat down with that um you know where they cut those the grass, you know they get that nice design in it. But that when that ball hugs that grass, it takes it almost like a snake. Mm-hmm. And it looked like that ball, you know, that he's playing it correctly, and then it just kind of just grabbed that grass line. It's almost like a putt. Yeah, with a exactly. Break in it. When
2: you get when you get the you know the, the grass will lay based yeah. off of the sun and stuff like that, and it actually affects the putt. Same thing in the outfield. I mean, you know, I, I was a super shagger. That was super know, shagger. You know, I spent a ton of time. Yeah, like in the Master the Fungo, super shagger. <laughs> but yeah, those balls, you know, they they would get out on the grass, and you know, I'm saying. Yeah. By the warning track as a pitcher, and I mean, they would sit there and they'd move two or three sure. feet on on every line that they would cross if they yeah. were hugging. It was, uh, and that guy came in and he had to come in hot because I mean it was a it yeah. was that kind of situation, and you get there and that ball that ball just he kept, on him. if he
1: makes the play, it's tie ball game, man on third, mm-hmm. and it gets by him and. And then, uh, so they, if they,
2: that ball was if that ball was just bouncing he yeah, would have been fine sure he
1: would have been fine but, but it, uh, because but it, it hugged. hugged that's what. and it was 115 miles an hour coming off the bat because when he swung and hit it I didn't even see it even watch it on TV like I didn't even see it exit the bat I mean he barreled it up that clean So that he squared it up that much you know yeah. there was no it was uh, it, that was a great game so cards cards pulled it out on the last day and yeah. um, I, I text um, every, after every game so we're, I'm, I'm in the dugout at um, PBR shipyard at the PBR event, and I have my iPad in there while the game's going on. We're in the the championship game, but I'm watching, you know, watching my, uh, you know, the cards, the cards go. And as soon as it's over, I, I, you know, I text Lib Mike's Mike's mom, who's, you know, she's here in Charlotte, and I just text was, you know, how hard are you crying? You know, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine how special that is for them? Yeah, man. You know, overall, just you know, you never would have dreamt this. You never, would, you couldn't have scripted this. And uh, so they, they're going on. That's exciting. They play tomorrow night? Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Five, so tonight is, tonight is a wild card. Tonight is a wild card. American raise, League. Raise, raise Oakland. Up, raise right? Oakland, yeah. Yeah. I got Oakland.
0: I got Oakland as well. Yeah. I'd, I'd like, like to see Oakland do it too.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see the, the, the low dollar get as far as it can. Yeah, and, well, the uh, Rays
0: are in that same <laughs> boat.
2: It's, it's kind of a matchup of, of very similar philosophies right, as far right. as the front offices and the, and the makeup of the teams and things like that. Probably going to see we're probably going to see i would say five pitchers for each team will will pitch tonight.
1: They so both of those guys, they're one and two well the last last and almost last in payroll, aren't they?
2: They're pretty dang close. I know that
1: Tampa Bay is the lowest. This is the first time ever yeah. that the lowest <coughs> money team has gotten into the playoffs. Yeah. I so would no.
2: say definitely for sure those two have to have to be if they're they're definitely in the bottom 5. Right. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean similar philosophies. I mean they're You know, their scouting departments and their developmental, uh, the developmental side. You got to give a lot of credit to those guys because they consistently like, you know, I mean, they're not going to they're not going to win a whole lot of of World Series and things like that. But they are
0: always Always in
2: the playoff hunt. You know, you you don't even notice it. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there in, you know, middle of September and you're like, shoot, Oakland, Oakland. You could,
1: you could you put together a really good team of a lot of good baseball players, and you can put together a really bad team of a couple superstars and not so many good baseball yep.
2: players. Yeah, yeah, you get a couple superstars, and I mean, they eat up the you salary. Know, of, yep. you know, Schilt. You know, mm-hmm. you know, manage, the the manager is it does play a role in how these guys yeah, play. Big role. Well,
1: I, I love I love he's he's active, man. I, they're going to steal bases. Which you know, for a few years that was kind of like death. It it helped them win a game the other day.
0: I think they had the best they they had the best defenses last year.
1: With two outs? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean and they didn't have the best defense last year. No, one of the things that they cleaned up was one of the worst. So, you know, it's listen, pitching, defense and and keeping guys active on the bases gonna win ball games.
2: They're, see that with the the Cardinals when I look at them I'm like that their highs are not as high as mm-hmm. the Astros can be as the Yankees can be as the Dodgers can be but their lows are not ne- aren't going to be near in terms as low. of
1: explosive innings and explosive yeah, games just, yeah yeah like right. all of but sudden, the consistency we're not gonna score. is going to be there you know what you're going to get you're going to you're going right. to
2: get a grinding game Man. and you throw, throw that over 162 games yeah. and and you've got a you've got a really good uh, well that's uh, perfect you're right ingredient. because
1: at at, at the All Star break they were a 500 team. Mm-hmm.
2: But you just keep doing the same thing. Guys, stay healthy. You got to get, yeah. them knock, you know, knock on wood. You guys stay yeah. healthy. But if you go out there and you can grind out 162 games with good, clean you know, they're not, they're right. not panicking. They're not doing right. these different things. They're just, they're just going about their business. And then you see, you know, you see where that can put a, a team with a good team, not a, you know, yep. not an, not an average team. An average team is <laughs> right. not going to do that. You have to have, you know, your Goldschmidt's and you have to have some guys like that. But. Uh, you know that's, that's see what that's ma- a perfect
0: that's what example. So that so Goldschmidt,
1: Goldschmidt's a superstar in the game, right? Mm-hmm. In People's minds he's a superstar in the game, but he's not the marquee superstar. He's quiet, not too quiet. Yeah, he's just laid back. He just does his job. He shows up, he goes to the park. He's so like they, a Mike Trout. So you know when they when they draft or when they sign he's, free he's, agents, he's not Mike Trout. No, not, not <laughs> no not, not, in terms not, of personality. Yeah, I was like, I'm wait saying. a minute. Whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, but. You know, you look at, the, but a Mike Trout could play for St. Louis, right? Because of his makeup, his mm-hmm. mental makeup. He's not that. You know, I mean, the, the most exciting guy on the field is Bader. You know, he's got his sweeping and outs and all that stuff. He's a New York kid. He's all yeah. pumped up, and they love it. Mm-hmm. You know, they love it. Um, it, it. It's exciting to watch, and it, it's gonna be. It's not gonna be tough. My boys were on me the other day. I said, if it ever does come down to the Yankees and the Cardinals. And I grew up a diehard Yankee fan, and I've you know Thurman Munson and Dylan's wearing 15, and you know it's but Thurman Munson and I'm I'm pulling for the Cardinals. I'm 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 jumping off the Yankee boat, like the Cardinals are my National League team. And now, but now if Schilt was gone, then I'm not rooting for the Cardinals.
2: That's I mean that's uh, right. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah that's you with the human aspect. Yeah, not the, you know mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty weak. weak. Yeah, pretty weak. <laughs> That's pretty weak. Yeah, no, I mean, I, here's um, the thing. I'm, I'm pretty set in my I feel pretty be, good about it. I, I would be ecstatic for Mike, but if if the Dodgers are playing the Cardinals... Oh, sure. The Card- well, you're a Dodger, I'm, I'm a Dodger. Fan. You know, I'm, yeah, but I'm, you didn't I grow up with Michael. But
1: if it was your brother... Managing the Cardinals. Well, that's a bad one. Well, it's here's the your thing. best friend. The thing. Either way, I can appreciate it. <laughs> your your, your brother's a, a mess, man. It, it, either, way I, yeah,
2: either way, I could appreciate it. You know, it's something, you know, it's a you know, silver lining or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, you could say. But, you know, when it comes down to it, like, you know, I got, I got a friend that plays for this team and a friend that plays for that team. Mm-hmm. If they play in the Super Bowl, you know, but it's, my, it's the team I grew up with.
0: I, I got I, Ah, you know, but I grew up but this
2: kid
1: grew up with us. You know what I mean? His family's been our family for you know, since eighty two. Yeah. You know like I, said, I really. mean he was he, like he ran and got hot dogs and shiny shoes and hung uniforms and
2: yeah. you know, and
1: no, I, went out I, to I, ground I mean he was like I he was would like, not be like I, my, my brother, my littlest
2: brother. I w I wouldn't be I am not saying that I would be like disappointed or anything, but at the same time I mean, You wouldn't be I, rooting for him? No, nah, I'd be rooting for my team. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be oh, rooting man. for my guys you're
0: gonna burn
1: in hell you're gonna burn in hell
0: let's go through these picks we wait, did it wait, la- yeah. remember we did it last yeah. year with tommy viola when he was on here and uh i think i i won it last year you're lying no i, I picked boston last year
2: you're lying okay wow, you pick, did you pick boston, boston you stepped last way up. Year? yeah you, Yeah, you, that was rough last year. wow he grabbed that team with 107
0: wins all right wow. so I'll, I'll go
1: first Kay. i'll go first i have believe it or not I have the Twins beating the Yankees. Really? I, yep. They're I got, cursed. Okay. I got Twins beating the Yankees. I got the uh, Astros beating the wild card. So whoever the Rays, the Athletics go. Um, Cardinals. Cardinals over the Braves. Mm-hmm. And I have the Dodgers going all the way to uh, the Dodgers and the Cards in the next round. And then I got the Cards going on. Okay. I got the Astros getting all the way to the
0: who, World So Series. you got Cardinals and, winning everything? Are of course, got, okay. of course, yeah, because okay.
1: I'm, you know, I'm a loyal human being. <laughs> human <laughs> so th- being. Says, human says, being being says, the key word right says there. Says the Yankee fan.
0: Says <laughs> so the Yankee fan over here talking about loyalty. <laughs> Who you got, John? Uh, I got Twins beating the Yankees.
2: I got Astros wow. beating the wild card. I got Braves beating the cards. Dodgers beating the Nats. Dodgers, Astros World Series, Astros in five or six.
1: So if it's the Astros and the cards or Astros and the Dodgers, that's going to be good for baseball financially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If it ends up being
2: Yankees, I mean Yankees or Astros.
1: freaking Nats and Oakland,
2: then
0: that's be,
1: that'd be like I'm not watching.
0: You wouldn't want, I'd watch. I'd watch.
1: I gotta watch Soto. I gotta watch yeah. this kid. My my dad my dad's been telling me about this kid all year. My father lives in Annapolis, so he gets all the Nationals games. <clears throat> and um, we had a big argument years ago about. Uh, Bryce Harper and Mike Trout, and he kept saying, you know, Harper's this, Harper's that, Harper's that, but he was he couldn't stay up late enough ever to watch Mike Trout, and I'm like, the best player in the game, Dad, is out in California. You don't even know him. It's Mike Trout. Oh no, can't be. Whatever. This is the best.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, quietly, like we're just sitting here. And yeah. Never, this is the best player ever. Ever. Ever.
1: Ever. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. He stayed healthy. He's he produces every year. He got the big contract. He served. You know, he 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 showed that he deserved 12. the he money. He is literally five tool yep. player.
2: Yeah. Um, every year, it's it's uh, you know it's not who's the MVP. It's who is close enough to Trout that we can give them the MVP. Right. You know? <laughs> That's right. Good point. <laughs> it's like Bonds losing yeah. some of those MVP awards. You know, yeah. it's like Bonds was definitely the best player, but you feel bad for giving it to the same guy. every year. Michael Jordan yeah. dealt with the same thing. It's like, is there somebody who had a good year too that we can maybe give yeah. it to? Yeah. yeah, he's the best player. I uh, the 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 Braves. I, I mean, Snicker was my manager. For several mm-hmm. years, so I mean, I and I've always you know had a soft spot for the Braves, even though you know they used to whoop up on the Dodgers in the early nineties. Yeah. But um, and then the Dodgers, I mean, I you know they're the class of the National League. I am a I tell you what, that game worked out. You, you know, you think you use Scherzer and Strasburg in a game, and then you got to come back two days later, and you're going to be in trouble or whatever. But they got yeah. that, their lefty Corbin going against the Dodgers yes. heavy lefty lineup. I mean, that's not a, that's really not a bad thing. I think that's going to be a lot tighter series and. Then uh, you would imagine a wild card coming in. as cause Now you, you get Strasburg in three and Scherzer in four and Corbin yeah. back in five. It's like, oof, this is tough yeah. sliding right here. Yep.
0: So I got Yankees, I got Astros, and then I have Cardinals and then the Nats. And I have the Nats for that reason. I have the Cards winning everything. Um, only the big reason, not just because I'm a biased Cardinals fan, but because you look at their last 15 games – that's a tough. That's a tough route right there. They had ten games on the road. Oh man, they had seven. They had they had seven of them against the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, seven against the Cubs. They played yeah. Milwaukee right before. Not that. ten games. Was it ten games on the road? Because they went to they went out, Chicago.
1: Then they went. To, no, they had seven seven games on I, the road. Then they came home for the last three. Seven out of the last time were on the road.
0: I was saying ten out of the fifteen. Ten out of the fifteen, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I mean they, they had a last their last fifteen games are tough. Yeah. So I think they're more prepared than any other team, right? Or now. or they're
1: more <laughs> mentally beat down a little bit too. So you gotta be you know I mean that's a grind. And you grinded it out right to the last day. That's that's stress. Or they that were put, that puts or, or every single inning in those last ten days was a stressful inning for any pitcher.
2: Or you guys aren't gonna like this, but some of the teams you're playing in those last week were pretenders, and it didn't end up being as hard as you thought it was. Mm,
1: I, th- I don't think the Cubs were pretending until they put Zobris on the mound. You know, the last yeah. day, then that was that was it because that was I Joe Madden's last, farewell. The last peace ten out.
2: days, the last ten days, I think the Cubs were washed. Even even though maybe the Cardinals didn't know what the first Oh, well, Rizzo did, was hurt. They, yeah, you I know, mean, but, they were they were pretty washed up. But uh, you know that that's like, a
1: rivalry, St. Louis and Chicago. They, you know, regardless of what it is, every game means something mm-hmm. to the fans. So, you don't, you know, you don't. So, so. they should have put a fan in the pitch, (laughs) They they did in Zobras. In Zobras, that they absolutely Uh, did. You
2: know, uh, I guess for the Nats, kind of. I mean, Dave Martinez was on the hot seat three months ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was on the super hot seat. There's a
1: good question. So, if if Madden gets into the playoffs, does he come off the hot seat?
2: If Madden gets into the playoffs.
1: Right. And just say he runs the table and goes to the World Series again. I bet you, knowing Joe, he would have said, I'm done. See you later. I did what I was supposed to do for you guys. I'm out. He may end up with the Mets.
2: I think. Yeah. I think he like he likes. He, do you remember that uh, Dick Vermeule? Yeah. He he, he kind of yeah, reminds the, me of Dick Vermeule. Philadelphia He would go in for three or four years and he'd give you everything. But then it was like he needed to back off mm-hmm. and go start again. Like mm-hmm. he liked the process mm-hmm. more than he actually. Wanted, you know, he didn't like the stability. Yeah. The stability actually got boring to him. Uh, I I mean I think I think Matt's the same way. I don't. Yeah. Here's the thing. I mean. It's the, the Angels. Like, I don't know if you know, I mean, oh, I went into Chicago and won it with a monster payroll. Okay, I right. It. right. You're going into Los Angeles Angels, it's like it just doesn't seem like a place where you can go and anybody's going to care if you win or not,
1: right? No, they don't. I mean, but and they have their stands are phenomenal.
2: It's a it's a cool stadium, yeah. They got, no, they, I, I mean, mean they the, they got the people that, I mean, they just
1: laid back watching their iPhone. it's just like an event to go to it's show like, up in just, the second, leave that's in the seventh, it, you know, it's get like, a little tan, get a little tan, get out. Um, nice really, I mean, there's yeah.
2: just to me, there's just it's just like a no pressure situation yeah. to win, and I mean, obviously- Seattle was
1: that way when I was there too. I mean, I mean, you know, we wanted to win, everybody wanted to win, but it wasn't like the end of the world. Like it was almost expected that you know when we when we finished 500 the one year, like we had like we like like saluting and cheering and everything in the clubhouse. Like this is unbelievable, first time we ever made 500. Ugh. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, <laughs> but it was fun going out to the park every day and watching Griffey. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was, uh, you know, for three years of and, – and then Omar come up and watch Omar, you know. See how I said watch? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got to see watch. Fly on the wall. Yep. You got to be a fly on the so, wall for five years. I got to tell you, I, I want to jump back down to the, the, the tournament this weekend and, and talk mm-hmm. a little bit about um, some off-season workout stuff. and But what we've done, our pitchers from last year to this year, the, the it's night and day. It's a change, and going through the P five program, the carving station that we have here, you know, these guys putting in the effort of you know dedicating you know to, to mechanics and getting stronger, and um, you know just everything about it. I mean, it's it was it was amazing to watch, you know, because guys last year that would just kind of they throw a good inning, but they weren't physical, you know, and then they fall apart and they would get tired, or they you know body parts are going in all different directions, and then you get you and you and Tim Kirk got them into the. You know, kept them through the program through the whole winter, and it has been amazing to watch across the board. So you know, listen that that's here that's here at CBC the P five pitching program that'll go on in the winter. Um, it's it's a ranch type of program. Um, you know, we we just we just made them better. You guys did a great job, and I've talked to you all along. You know, the biggest thing with us is you know we don't we don't recruit people, right? So we don't go find that big. You know that dude out there that everybody that's already kind of like polished. They could go in and get. You know, Tim Kirk said, you know, come to CBC, home of the under six foot pitcher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, which was which was true this weekend, except we had Reed and we had Stouffer that are both you know well over six foot. But it was it was a funny comment. But that guy shoved. They pounded the strike
2: zone. We keep
1: track of first pitch strikes all the time. Um, well, I know. mean, this
2: <clears throat> you know goes back to what I told you. I really appreciate about the Cardinals. The grinding mentality. Mm-hmm. It's a grinding mentality. Or I'm not. you you know you see these guys go out there and get scholarships that you know went out and popped a 90 at some showcase event or whatnot but the guys that do it for the over the course of of 60 and 70 and 80 innings that can go out there and bring that consistent kind of uh, mindset and 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 work ethic to to what they're doing those are the guys that end up being much better pitchers you know everybody wants Mm -hmm. the big sexy recruit that that they can, you know, put a stamp on and hey, there's gonna be some major league teams looking mm-hmm. at him or whatnot. But guess what? On, on on when you're getting to your regionals and you're going to pitch in ball games and stuff like that, they don't they don't care. They don't care. They want the guy right. they want the guy that has put in the work and can go out there and, and repeat everything.
1: Well I'm 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 proud of, of Bertram, Reed Bertram and I'm I'm proud of all of our guys, but you know, the two guys that are just shown because it goes to that point, they're they're low eighties low eighties lefties. Pounding the strike zone, commanding the secondary stuff. You know they know how to make adjustments because they're physical, right? I mean, if you're not physical, you can't make an adjustment. If you're not strong, your body's just you just you're tired, you're out of it. Um, but you know they they've made adjustments. You know they they're not afraid to pitch backwards. It's it's really been it's, it's been a good it's been a good fall. It's been a good summer. It's been a good fall with the pitchers, and you guys have done a good job. So, but if anybody's interested in that program, it's uh you know just reach out to us here at CBC because it's not just open to CBC guys through the winter.
2: Yeah, okay, if you just yeah. if you want to come in and and get uh, get stronger and and give yourself a chance to be healthier,
1: come and give it a whirl. Yeah. Overall, I mean the the winter workout is critical. I, I get I get shutting down November. You know, I get down. You know, shutting down the arms and and giving those a rest because it's it's a grind. Zach, you know, Zach's got a, a bone spur that we're going to go get removed here. I'm waiting for the the phone call for the MRI and everything so we can and then schedule the surgery. But you know, you, you, it's a grind for some of these guys, and it's not only it's it's a grind for the guys just that when people are monitoring their pitch counts and their you know their 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 energy levels and stuff like that, we'll see guys that are laboring after thirty pitches is like go get him, he's gonna get he's gonna get hurt. Um, but then you have guys that just don't know the difference, and they just grind them out every time out, and then you know it's either damage is done or they're just gonna be so fatigued that uh you know we need to shut the arms down but overall the the winter training is critical what did you do at the end of the beach season and this is going I know the light shot deer
2: yeah shot I mean, went
1: when got some meat
2: october <laughs> october and uh end of november like i mean it was it was my off time right. i mean i was down um my, I come from a family of big boned people, though, so I mean, the one thing I had to do was stay on top of cardio. <laughs> I'd stay on top of a little bit of cardio. So I'm Cartman, good, I couldn't go completely. I'm fat. I'm big boned. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That's me. Um, and then November, I, I would. You know what? I I never did. I never mm-hmm. like took six weeks off from throwing or four weeks off from throwing yeah. or things like that. Like I made sure to play a little bit of light toss through yeah. October, November, just because I didn't want to lose the feel. I right. didn't want to come back and just like have the ball feel completely mm-hmm. foreign in my hand. Uh, but uh, getting into november that's when I, I you know i'd get heavy lifting mm-hmm. um one of the things that i learned later on in my career which is something we emphasize here in in december particularly is uh how important the strength part and the flexibility part mm-hmm. go together right like we put a lot of emphasis on that flexibility in december especially you know we're, we're, we're dealing with uh, kids that aren't completely physically mature yet right. so it's a super important part uh, you know even more important really uh more important really than um you know, jumping in on the super heavy, you know, squats and things right. like that, which are important. You know, you mm-hmm. want to be able to get stronger, but that flexibility stuff is what's going to allow you to, to do everything along the line. It's going to keep you healthier, right. too, than the than actual lifting. So uh, I was big in December, November on, on heavy lifting. And then uh, January, kind of cruising out, you know, it was, it was almost like sprint time. You know, now I'm, I'm speeding everything up. Everything's getting faster, picking up the throwing program, getting off the mound. And then, you know, middle of February, Valentine's Day. Right, you're heading to spring training. We're heading to spring training, ready, ready to go. go.
1: Yeah. I went to Vegas right after the season for about 10 years. As Soon as the season was over, got on a plane, packed up, went to Vegas until the time, till the point when they put me in anger management. Yeah. Then they told me you can't go to Vegas. <laughs> You're going to Western Carolina. I'm better now. I'm so much better. Am I not better? I don't know you from before.
2: So <laughs> okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say I support you, but that's as far as I can go. Hi, I'm Jeff, and I'm angry. I'll tell angry. you what. Don't when, I was, when I was in high school, I went to the flea market and oh. got an ID that said I was from Biloxi, Mississippi, and Ooh. I was 21. And my my senior, year, don't tell my parents this. My okay. senior year, through the time I was about twenty three and moved, uh, you know, moved out here to the yeah, had a Mississippi accent. I went, <laughs> I, went oh, I was in Biloxi, so I had oh. my ID from there. But my story was that I was in Army, you know, I was in the Army. Right. <laughs> I was sixteen year old kid sitting at freaking blackjack tables. Well, in all Vegas. kids under
1: eighteen tune this show out at this uh, point, please. <laughs> so I've
2: probably been to Vegas a hundred times, and we used to shoot out there on weekends. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to stay at my buddy Evan's house, or I'm going to stay at Joe's uh. house. We'd go, we'd be in Vegas. We'd be staying at Flea Bag. Dropping hotel. your Biloxi line. <laughs> oh man, I got sixty bucks. I came home with sixty bucks. I'm a winner, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, yeah, I'd do it. I'd, I'd pack up, and the last thing I just, I'd, I'd head there, and I'd stay. I, there was probably two years that I never even came out of the hotel. You know, I never went onto the strip. Just stayed in the hotel and gambled and ate and went down to the pool and hung out and just, you know, changed it all, changed it all up. That was that was my decompression, you know. Go see how much money you can lose in two
2: weeks. Good
1: job, Jeff. Well done.
2: Well done. I tried not to lose it. I didn't go in with. Uh, I, did, I didn't yeah. go in with enough to lose. We had to make sure we had gas money to get home, yeah. or else uh, you know I had to get home from Evans' house then. Yeah. When, 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 oh,
1: guy. When you when you sit at the table and you change three dealers, and the only time you got off that chair was go to the bathroom.
2: That. Yeah, so you're better now. I'm way yeah, better, better now. now. I'm way better now. I'm, you're better I'm, yeah. now. And part of it is just your your prostate is is causing you to have yeah, to go to the bathroom that, way more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it. I got to sit at the table with a bag on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, but, there, you, there's tables yeah, you can right right in. Though. I bet there are. I bet there are. You right but you here. know, but
1: the workout for, you know, and then I got back and then I got I got right into it because I was opposite than you. I was I would lose a lot of weight throughout the season. And I would, I'd maybe go into spring training at 165, 170, and there was seasons I ended at, you know, 155, you know, and just drain playing every single day, and then, you know, especially in the PCL, and you're going into, uh, you know, you're going into Phoenix, and you're going into, you know, Albuquerque, and you're going into some some hot, hot, hot areas. Um, The International League was always nice, because you were going up north, you're going to Syracuse, you're going to Rochester, and you had some cooler nights, but... You know the, the training aspect was was important to me, but not everybody back then had the same you know the same mindset. I knew I had to do it to compete. You know, other guys would just show up and use spring training as their as their way of getting in shape. But now, you know, you have to you, you got to keep up. You got you got to train. We we're bringing Chip Sigmund in here from Europa Sports to train all our kids through the winter, and it's part of their tuition. It's part of their fees, so it's you know it's in there. But I put Zach with him on a private one on one. And Zach put on eight pounds of muscle in two months. You know, I mean, he's, and he's into it, you know, and he saw the results the other day. He punched out four in one inning. Uh, Ball got past Cormac, you know, it was a tough pitch and kind of just trickled uh, Tyler, not Cormac, uh, Monaco. Um, And, uh... You know, but he all of a sudden he saw this because he went. They, they, they had him at 82 or something like that, which you know he's always been low 70s, and, he's, and he's, now you can see the jumps, and you can see because of the change in his body and the effort that he's putting in through the P5, through through the you know getting physical. Um, so he's going to give himself a chance. But if you do not work out in the winter, and you think it's just going to happen, you got you've made a mistake
2: it doesn't I mean you know one of the biggest things that I think working out in the off season and going you know not just that program but just having a program that you do is it it creates the kind of mindset where you don't question if you deserve to be out there or you don't question whether you earned it you you put in the work. You go on the mound, and it's like mm-hmm. I've done everything that I need to do to put to be in this position. Like mm-hmm. I, I deserve to be here in this position. So, you know, that's one of the biggest things with you know grinding through the offseason and doing the running right. and doing the, you know, all those things that are. I mean, they're not fun. It's not fun to go and do that kind of stuff. But it what it, it's what you know you deserve it when you mm-hmm. get out there during that next summer and you're playing out there and. And uh, you're in those tough situations, things like that. And you can expect to do well because you did the work. Right. And you feel good. You feel,
1: if you feel good physically, then, you know, it, it helps you mentally. And it, it, it was one of the best best off seasons I ever had as far as working out goes is I worked as a laborer, a local 66 on Long Island. And I was the guy that I like I had to carry wood and, and sheet rock and all this other stuff to, the, you know, to where the construction was going on. But during the winter in Long Island, you got snow and then the sun comes out and melts. So you're walking in mud, you know, and you can't pull the trucks up to, you know, the, the construction. You got to park them, you know, a hundred yards away. And I had treated like, you know, two by 12, you know, so I'm walking, I'm, I'm pressing it, I'm curling it, I'm doing whatever. I didn't even have to go to the gym. I was in, I was probably in the best shape, but it was, it was a workout. It's, it's like these, uh, these mud runs and things like that or those survival runs. I mean, those people go through those type of workouts. It's not necessarily that you have to lift weights. You know, but you have to do something that's going to create strength. You know? Yeah. Um, so I want to go back to the, the the tournament stuff. I want to finish up. Our, our 2022s did win. Um, great competition throughout the whole thing, right into the last game. And uh, it, it, we had a hybrid. We had, uh, tw- we had four 2023s come up and help that team. And it, I'm way proud of that group. But... I was talking to Colangelo on the way here, and what we're doing with our complex, where I'm going to go to after we get off here, um, off Tuckasegee Road here in West Charlotte, is you know we're going to try to look to kind of create a general alliance of organizations out there that are that are competitive, that are good, that want to come in, and we'll do it at every age level all the way through, and we'll make sure that we're competing against each other, you know. annually, you know, in the fall, in the summer, and, and go vice versa. Go up there and do it with them. and yeah, reciprocate. Okay. Reciprocate. And then, you know, this way you know you're getting the best competition. We can go out and get some best, uh, the best umpires out there. Clifton Bennett has done a great job with us. Um, you know, get the better umpires. Make sure that the college, college recruiters know that the teams that are coming in are that kind of quality. Uh, the facility is going to be gorgeous, you know, and just move forward. I like the and, the,
2: the, 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 the My... <clears throat> The thing I like about the alliance or, or that kind of thing mm-hmm. is, is, you you can almost treat it more like an invitational as opposed to a sign up. Mm-hmm. You know, you run into some of those tournaments where it's just like, hey, come and sign up, and, and it's a mixed bag. You man, you, you may sure. play two or three teams that have no business being there, and, you, mm-hmm. and just to get to that one game that you want, uh, I like I like the idea okay. of being able to control control that environment and make mm-hmm. sure that you're you're playing against the right kind of teams and. And you know, you know, you get a, an organization like the Stars up out of Virginia, and I mean, they're going to yep. have a, they're going to have a quality ten. They're going to have a quality. Yep. 11. They may be great. They may be, but they're not going to be they're bad. They're not going to be You're going to get at least yeah. at least a, a, a solid team. So uh, that that's to me, that's that's the most frustrating thing about going into some of these weekends is you'll run through and you know mercy roll two two or three teams. I would. Way rather go one and three or two and two, sure, and play three to two, absolutely, ball games, five to four ball, and games. that's what we did good this week.
1: That's what PBR put on a good event. I, again, I got to go back and say it. It was a good event. I mean, all the teams that we played were competitive, and it could any, any game could have gone either way. And that's what that's what you want to be in, mm-hmm. right? Either, either game. but so talking about the alliance, one of the thoughts that I had is like, okay, so you find that group. Maybe it's eight, and you know, maybe it's twelve, whatever. But there's there's a membership you buy into it and then you take that war chest of money and you make sure that you use that for college recruiters or your or your miscellaneous it's not so it's in there and everybody determines okay you know every single weekend you're going to have college recruiters there mm-hmm. whether it's 5 10 and then once you start to get that alliance going you got the better teams in the area together then you're going to attract more more recruiters we can only pay so many you can't pay every recruiter that steps on mm-hmm. site but they if they want to do their job the right way then they're going to show up and see the best talent
2: yeah. You, you know. yeah, I mean, you, you know, you make sure that you're you're covering the you know a minimum number of right. them, and then if, if if we do our job and we put the right players out there, they're going to have no choice but to come to that right. event.
1: So listen, I, I I never knock anybody for making money and and putting a business model together and the dynamics and the impacts and and all these other people. They, you know, they they try to go out and monopolize the fields, which it's it's a business. It's for them that they're going to do as many tournaments as they can, make as much money as you can. But you can't control what. It's a sign-up. It's a sign-up. You know, it's not, you know, and we want to kind of control that. You know, it's, so those, those events will still go on and they'll be wherever. But, you know, we want to, we want to pull in the... A uh, couple of
2: weekends a year we'll be able to make sure that we're... Are, are, we're involved are,
1: with them. Yeah, yeah sure. Absolutely. We're not, we're not running away from it. We're just trying to create a, you know, a, listen, with Perfect Game jumping out and I don't know what PBR is going to do down in Georgia. It's just, it's gotten way out of control for our families to go travel. I mean, it's, it's, it's $1,200 just for our families to go down to Charleston and we're three hours away. Hotels, foods—you know—it's ten dollars a day to check in. You know, it's it's whatever you got to do, and um, you know maybe twelve hundred dollars is a stretch for a two-day event, but you know it's it runs up close to three thousand dollars when you go somewhere for a week. Wow!
2: Not and to mention not not working for a week, not working you know, for a week. Week-long tournaments, yeah.
1: And it's and it's just you know it puts stress on people, and you know not everybody will show it or, or or voice it, but you know when you got a, when you got a roster of sixteen. You know, not everybody is, is 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 can comfortably handle travel like that. Mm-hmm. And doing that, especially on a regular basis. So but anything, Andrew? We good?
0: We are good. We got a
1: game tonight. I'm getting on a plane. I'm going down to believe it or not, a PG event, but we're doing this pretty cool thing that, you know, we're gonna hybrid a team with the megastars, Charlotte Megan stars, Jeff McNeely. We're gonna take eight players from his side, eight players from our side. We're gonna wear our C B C uniforms, they're gonna wear the Megastar uniforms, and we're gonna go down there and we're just gonna compete. You know, no, no high expectations. We go look to win every game, and if it works out, and you know, three four years ago, five years ago, we did this, and we ended up third. Yeah. It was like smoke and mirrors. We had Will Wilson on that team, though, that got you know three point five million dollars. <laughs> he was pretty good, man. Awful. That's cool. Yeah, you got one guy like that. It was pretty good. But uh, well, that's it, everybody. So we appreciate uh, this is number sixty-six, Six. the Yasiel Puig show um, of the Schaefer Baseball Report, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. So. Thank you, John. Thank you, Andrew. Peace out.